Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hello, welcome to Film Fandango, the film podcast. My name is David Reed, and this is Marek Larwood. Hello, Marek. Hello, film lovers. Oh, and also hello, David. Thanks, mate. I'm a film lover. I count myself in that group. That's really good of you. <laughs> Thanks. There's no police sirens today. No, that is because we have moved location to uh, Marek's place, as it's officially called. In North Muswell Hill, and this is the Sunday, the only day of the week there's not heavy building work going on. Oh, that's good. They're that's building good. three houses at the back, they're properly levelling... Um, a whole hill of cement down. Well, I, you kept telling me how there were no sirens and no noise, so I invested in a small building works just behind your flat. Just oh, well, to... it's going to count for a year. That'd yeah, be yeah, great. that's right. That'll be really great. <laughs> Thank you. Anyway, <laughs> well, it's not, we're not here to moan about. No, we're here to talk about films. Um, and there have been some uh, all right ones coming out again after some stinkers of blockbusters. Um, you've been to the cinema this week? I went to cinema to it's a summer holiday, so the kids' films are out. So I was the strange man going by himself. <laughs> the one the mums look weirdly uh, at. The mum say, "There's a man in the hat there. Um, just don't sit next to him." What's he doing with his hands? Where are his hands? I have to sit the whole film, both my hands above my head, <laughs> and just to shout repeatedly, "I'm sa- I'm safe. I'm safe." So, um. I went to see Inside Out at the Muscle Hill Odeon, which is now the Muscle Hill Everyman Cinema. Is it good? The change is incredible. Really? It's just brown. Oh. It's been painted brown, and there's a bar, and there's more rucksacks, so that's it. The more rucksacks? No, rucksacks, not rucksacks. I meant, um, hack, what are they called? But I think you've hacky sacks, but I've definitely got Green bags. There's some. It's a weird area of beanbags around. In a cinema? Yeah, in the upstairs bit. They've taken the carpet up and they haven't put any down, so you can just see the cement floor. Cement floor and beanbags. This is a yeah. weird place with brown walls. It, basically, what's <laughs> happened is that the everyman went, do you know what? We've got one week to refurbish this before yeah, we yeah. lose any money. Paint it brown. Yeah. That's at least... That's our brand. Well, and also... Good for stains. Very good for stains. And they're, they're a stain-filled place. In well, what's my sofa you're sitting on? Yeah. Um, oh, it's not that stained, is it? No, it's brown. It's brown. That's yeah. why, because it's brown. <laughs> it's brown. <laughs> um, Inside it's Out. Pinned out by Brown. By Brown. Uh, it's Inside Out's a new Pixar film. Yeah. It's already entered the like the top 50 films of all time. So I was actually doing, if you've been listening, our IMDb Top 100 game, I was... Killing two birds with one stone. Yeah. By watching this. Um, 
What's the, the story? Tra- I saw the trailers get... and I thought it would look annoying. Yeah. Um, the story is it's the imagination and the thought behind this film has to be commended. It is if someone wants to explain psychology and emotions to a child. Yeah. It's almost the perfect way of doing it. The story is there's a girl. She's about eleven years old or something. I don't know. Around that age. She's a child. It's difficult to tell with children, especially when they're computerised graphics. Yeah, absolutely. Because they, they just don't age as quickly, do they? They don't age and they don't move their face in the same way as real children. Yeah. And so I didn't know. technically Bart Simpson's in his 30s now, isn't he? In his 30s or 40s. Yeah, so and it, I can't tell. She might have been, but I guess that she had parents, though she was quite... She was moving from Minnesota to San Francisco. Okay. And um, Sounds quite good. Do you remember the cartoons, like the numbskulls, with things going on in your head? Yeah. There was an old dandy cartoon where people have all these... Th- people Characters controlling in. your head. They, they, the, the Once Upon a Time Life was the one I watched. Did you ever see that? No. Where every part of your anatomy was uh, sort of uh, anthropomorphised. So there were, there were wise guys in your brain and then okay. there were like the... The um, white blood cells that killed uh, bacteria and stuff in your ah. bloodstream were like uh, X-wing pilots, kind of thing. Okay, it was fun. Anyway. It's, it's, I mean, the idea is not a completely original idea, but the way I've done it is amazing. So the first character introduced to is the first emotion, which is joy, and the feelings a child has comes through, and depending on her day, they have certain emotions like anger. Uh, there's fear and anger, fear, disgust, sadness, and joy. So, yeah. and from these, occasionally, when something miraculous happens, there's a core memory, which forms the core emotions. Right. And outside the hub of where these characters exist to control, because, take control. It's basically of it. like the uh, the uh, bridge of the Enterprise, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. And, and outside are. These islands, which almost sort of make up the personality, so there's that family island. Right. The girls into hockey. This hockey island. There's uh, she likes messing around. So it's that sort of goofy island as well. And they're her personalities, and these gradually change in time, and as her emotions become comp- more and more complex, it is done absolutely brilliantly. It's really clear. So you can, re- as an adult, I think that's so concisely. You know, it's not. It, a great explanation for kids of how emotions may be more complicated and not sort of pure things yeah. and how you grow into something else. And it was really inventive. I'd say, you know, a Toy Story is inventive in a different level. In terms of taking an actual, uh, the idea of a makeup of an individual and trying to explain that to yes. uh, children in a way that could help them as a learning device as well as a film, I thought it was absolutely incredible. So it maybe didn't have the funny moments that, or the the real emotion that Toy Story 2 or mm. Toy Story 3 has. Or the beginning of Up. Or yeah, the, 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 the moment the beginning of Up is incredible, yeah. yeah. But I don't think that sustains it at all. I think that, no. that, it's just the first bit's brilliant of Up for me. I agree. I, th- I think Up's got a lot of really fun bits, but it's not as... Uh, it's not as sort of iconic as a film as others. The short, as a short film, you feel with Up, the first 15 minutes... This is going to yeah, be yeah, absolutely yeah. amazing, and the and it's just the not... only bit you remember from the rest is the dogs, really. Yeah, talk, I mean, talking dogs is a good idea. It's great. Yeah, I think it's better than Up. I think it's a really. I don't. Some people are saying it's a classic. Some people are saying it's very good. The setup remind me. We said it's not an entirely original idea. Have you seen um, 
everything you wanted to know about sex but were afraid to ask, the Woody no. Allen film. No. Because it's basically short uh, stories uh, in a feature-length format. I've seen a few. There's one when he sneezes into cocaine, doesn't he? And it goes uh, that's right. It's Paul Simon's house. Yeah. Um, is that in that one, actually? I think it is. Cause I mean, there I've seen some, bits of it. Yeah. There's, but this is one where um, it's like the helm of the Starship Enterprise, but inside someone's brain. Uh, and Burt Reynolds is the captain during uh, someone trying to seduce somebody. Okay. Um, and it turns into a sex scene with Burt Reynolds in charge well, inside the brain, and and it's 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 really well done. It's, it's yeah. really funny. But no, I mean, but that's what that's what Pixar sort of does brilliantly. It takes ideas that may not be brand new, but makes them perfect. Really? <laughs> yeah, I thought was, um, this was almost perfectly explained, and I think it's it. In terms of, I said I was repeating myself. I was really impressed by that. Um. And you can go and see it. Adults can go and see it. You know, Amy Poehler and, and Bill Hader do some of the voices. They're sort of the people who are in at the moment, aren't they? They're, um, they're, the, they're the ones. So who who plays the main uh, five emotions? Amy Poehler Amy is Poehler, Joy, isn't yeah. she? The main one. Phyllis Smith plays Sadness. Oh, Phyllis from The Office. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, I don't, who else are the other ones? Bill Hader plays Fear. Lewis Black plays Anger. And Mindy Kaling plays. Oh, Mindy Kaling. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I don't really know these. Uh, Mindy Kaling's from the Mindy Project that Ed Weeks, who's a friend of ours, is oh, in. Oh, Ed Weeks. Yes. Um, yeah. Well, I, I really, I really want to see this. I, pr- I probably won't catch it in the cinema now, but um, I will go and see it because I like a good Pixar, and it sounds like they're back on form because they went through this uh, slightly timid doing sequels to popular films. Yeah, thing and that yeah. was never their style. They were always no onwards and upwards. Let's go and do something that nobody's seen again. Yeah. And if if they're now making one of their best films ever, then great. Long may it continue. I don't know. Because Monsters University as... was so timid as just a cash in. Really, it was just like not enough new ideas. Just revisiting. What are your, your favourite ones in? Um, Toy Story and Monsters Inc. Uh, no, I I I mean so many of them are good. The Toy Stories are all fun. Um, uh, um, and really, really good. I think The Incredibles is oh, I probably love the, I love the best superhero film ever made, yeah. <laughs> frankly. Um, I have a real soft spot for Bugs Life because I saw it uh, uh, and watched it quite a bit when I was younger. Um, I think it's excellent. It's one of their earliest ones. They, they came at the same time as uh, Ants. Ants. Same year as yeah. Ants, yeah, yeah. And it, I think it's brilliant. I really, really like it. Um, I've not seen Cars. That's the I think the only one I've not seen. But uh, no, Monsters, Monsters Inc.'s beautiful idea again that the monsters in your cupboard need you to scream in order to generate electricity for their world. It's sort of weirdly brilliant idea. And they've all been pretty good. I yeah, mean, they have. Uh, uh, Ratatouille's good. Yeah, Wally I enjoyed. Wally's beautiful. Yeah, Brave I haven't seen. Monsters Universe. I mean, there's not. People say there was a slump. Is there really a slump? Cars uh, is apparently not as good, but I don't know. I've not seen it, so that's not fair. What but, they got uh, coming up? They've got the good dinosaur coming up. Finding Dory, Toy Story Four. Oh, Finding Dory will be the sequel sequel to Finding Nemo. Oh, okay. uh, Dory was Ellen DeGeneres' character. And you'll be pleased that Cars Three is in the pipeline as well, and Incredibles Two. Yeah, this is this is what worries me. I'm fine with the, you know, they're great characters. They've done all of the hard work. Uh, bring them back, send them on a new story. But 
it's they really can do better than that. Like, but it's the Disney model. Disney used to do the big event movie like yeah. Aladdin, Lion King, and then all of the sequels they'd spend less money and just release them on DVD. It's yeah. like fine, uh, but, you know, but they wouldn't bother with a cinema release. They'd have a two tier system and. I, I'm sort of hoping Pixar will do the same. A lot of them sort of turn, gradually sort of go to sort of TV programs. Yeah. Like How to Train Your Dragon has sort of become a weird TV yeah, program. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what's going I know what's going on. I follow kids' films. All right. Yeah. Just watch it because there's nothing else on the cinema. But it's how many? To it. How many Marricks would you give Inside Out? Between eight, I, I'm going to give it a harsh eight. A harsh eight. What? Why has it lost two Marricks for you? Because I think there weren't any real... There were I mean, one real wow moment. Okay. It was like, this is good, this is clever. Yeah. And I respect re- what you're doing, but I really like that sort of amazing moment. Like there are, in Toy Story, there are about seven or eight, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, the, the, the one that sticks out of the whole franchise for me is actually in three. Well, when they're going in the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that, that felt like they went somewhere too scary for kids and that's what was exciting about it. I just it. love all the ideas like the Mr Potato putting his feet on a pancake <laughs> to go underneath a crap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really clever. Really, and really how they all work together with the, the stretchy dog and how they come over all yeah. the Or when, uh, when all the lights go out but Buzz Lightyear glows in the dark and you suddenly, and then the whole scene is lit just by that and it's yeah. just lovely. It really imaginative Things stuff in Toy Story. making friends with, it, with all the... Cl- you know, with the yeah, his yeah. clothes and all stuff. Like that. Really great. Um, yeah, so I don't know if it hits those heights. Um, okay. Shall we read some letters out? Yes, yes. So Inside Out, go see it. Um, yeah, who has written in and what do they want? Well, David David Reed has written in. No, he hasn't. But you know, there's another David Reed. No, there's not. There is. He's written in before. He's an imposter. He's David. He's oh, David Reed, Reed spelt differently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. What's he unless want? you're unless you're that desperate that you're you're emailing us just to <laughs> with my spam email address, which is just David Reed. Just yeah. so we've got some emails to read out. Okay, to be read in a South American accent, preferably Bolivian. What's the difference between Argentinian and Bolivian? Uh, different countries. No, but in the accent wise, I have not not a clue. There will be, of course, a huge difference because it's a massive distance, isn't it? But it, uh, yeah. If you could do that, please, I'd really, I'd really appreciate it. Okay, a body we are. Uh, dear David Marican Body, I wanted to call your attention to a great film on Netflix that I saw on the weekend. Coherence. It's a low-budget thriller bottle movie, but I, but I thought was one of the better films I've seen for a long while. As I watched it, it felt a little like Primer, albeit easier to follow. I'd be interested in your thoughts, but it's definitely one film you'll benefit from watching with as little prior knowledge as possible. Keep watching the films. David Reed. Coherence. Um, Coherence. I've not heard of it, but if it's on Netflix, then easy to track down. Um, Like Primer, but easier to follow. That sounds like a perfect combination to me. I mean, there is not any... It's the hardest film to follow. Primer, yeah. yeah. It's impossible. It, even after reading the Wikipedia, you yeah. Kind of even go, then, what, people what, reckon they understand it. I just think they're dicks. Yeah, <laughs> and isn't that weird? You've had David Reed. Yes. And the next person to email in is Lee Wood, almost like Larwood. Lee, almost like like we're writing in ourselves. Yeah, yeah. What uh, what's his nickname? Marek. Uh, no, he doesn't have a nickname. He hasn't got an accent either. What should I? Um... Uh, why don't you do it um, like a Mancunian man? 
Oh, right, Matt, man. How are right, they, Wood? Hi, right, guys. Trust me to see Ant Man. Really enjoyed. That's the grammar he's used there. Yeah, really enjoyed. Just to have been to see Ant Man and really enjoyed. Right. Superhero Heights movie with a sense of humour. Would you give it eight leads? This bit for you, not the show. Um, then don't read that bit. That's private between uh, Lee and ourselves. <laughs> oh, he's written, yeah, he's written a bit there. It's basically suggesting it's, how we can get money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, thanks, Lee. He's watched a superhero heist movie and then suggested crime, probably. And I've got another short email for Chris, from Christopher Dodge. I'll do this one as well. What's he, what's he want? I'll do this in Liverpool accent. Okay. I'll just try and get... I'll try and, what's your in word for Liverpool? Mine's Stephen Gerrard. Stephen Gerrard. Stephen Gerrard. Liverpool. Liverpool. Hi guys, just wondering if you've ever seen the British classic comedy from film Party Party from the 1980s. It was very funny and still is today, but no one ever talks about it. Keep up the good work and I'll have a rival to your online film services called Cock Handle Films to watch at night only. Cock Handle Films, sorry. Kind regards, Chris. This was a reference to um, Turdwire. And Flick was. Off. Flick off our online subscription online uh, streaming services. That cock candle sounds. I mean, this that sounds horrible. Cock handle. No, it's cock candle. Cock candle. But it sounds like cock candle. Yeah, cock candle. That's I mean, the a cock problem. candle doesn't sound much better. This is this is like that four candles. Four candles. Sketch, cock but, candles. But with made quite horrible. Yeah. I never even heard of Party Party. Party Party. No, no, never heard of that film. Um. Do you want to do a quick search on it? See what see what IMDb has to say. Whether we're being uh, whether we're being led down the river on that one. British comedy about yeah. three friends in a northwest London crowd. Right. Uh, well reviewed. Carl Howman's in it. Who? Carl Howman from Brushstrokes. Who? You must remember him. No. It has got six point four on IMDb. Reasonable. Um, well, well, let us know what you think of that. Clive Mantle's in it as well. Caroline right. Quintin's in it. Oh. Lots of um, f- names. Lots of there. names of people who are in it. Um, party, party, and coherence. Okay, well, there's there's stuff for us to be getting on with, isn't it? Um, Which we do another one. Let's do another one. Sure, have we got plenty? Thank you for writing in everybody. Uh, yes, we have. Who is this, and what do they want? It is Eamon Clark, and he wants us to read it in an. Irish accent. Irish accent. Because I, I don't know Irish or New York, but we've had quite a lot of New York, haven't we? Roy, dear David, Marrick and Buddy, who's not here today, I'm enjoying the IMDb game and your reviews of older classic movies. M, 12 Angry Men and Pass the Glory are all excellent films. My own current score is 26. Life is beautiful. As you both like a good documentary, I wanted to tell you about a new film that's just been released called The Wolf Pack. Directed by Chris, Crystal Mussel. It's about six brothers and sister and a sister. Whole were, I assume who, who were homeschooled and confined to their New York apartment by their father. They learned about the outside world through the films they watched on television and decided to recreate their favourite scenes with homemade costumes and props. It looks absolutely fascinating and sounds like it could be right up your alley. I think it's available to stream on Vimeo, but it's also coming to our Arts Picture House next week and I'll be going to see it then. In the meantime, like the wolf pack themselves, keep watching the films. Amen. Uh, 
sent from deep throats, you're not going to like it. Well, that's deeply threatening at the end there, isn't it? Um, that's his signature. Wow. Um, so there's three films, Party Party, The Wolfpack. And Coherence. There you go. Very good. And Thank someone you. who enjoyed Ant-Man. Well, I'm glad you enjoyed it more than I did. I thought it was fine. Um, Tell me about what... So you've been going through... Uh, you know, you've been to see a documentary. I have been to see a documentary. I went to the premiere of a documentary... What was it like? Was it red carpet and all that business? It was, uh, you know, the Trocadero uh, yeah. in uh, on the Shaftesbury Avenue, is it? Yeah. Well, they've, it's all been done up. It's now a picture house cinema. You've still got the bit with the world's tallest you, man outside the front. No, uh, that's next door. That's, uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, what's it called? Uh, Ripley's Believe It or Not or whatever. Oh, OK. Um, no, it's it's now a really nice cinema with a bar and uh, and everything. Oh, really? Inside. Like properly done it up. You would not recognise the bar. Like the Curzon, nice, or is it? All... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the Curzon, okay. nice. Uh, really good. And uh, it was the premiere of a film called Death of a Gentleman, which is a documentary about um, corrupt corruption, sort of, but just the death of the spirit of uh, Test cricket because of uh, rampant commercialisation and money men getting involved. Basically. This is interesting for Wolfsburg. Uh, which is sport, which already we're... falling down that slippery slope of commercialisation. Th- well, I just fear that it won't soon be the game it once was. What, as in six people playing in a field? Yeah. <laughs> I worry it's growing too fast and soon it's going to be 12 people in a field and we just won't know what's happening anymore. I, I need to be at least 12 people to try and uh, <laughs> compensate for the ever-increasing costs. Yeah. But anyway, Death of a Gentleman. Um, it's made by two uh, two sports journalists. Um, and they spent four years making it, basically. And they right. didn't really know what it was going to be about. And they just sort of started tugging... I saw the trailer for it. So what is it? What, what are they... What is, is it... The death of Test cricket, then? Sort of, yes, basically. It's the pressure put upon Test cricket, which, for those people not in the know, and I wasn't particularly in the know, I know very little about cricket, um, is it's it's a five-day game. Yeah. And it's the commercial pressure to push that into a, basically, American-style... So 2020 cricket. 2020. Which and is 20... Basically, they can do 20 overs, which is, you know, 120 bowls, isn't it? Yeah. Um... Yeah, and that's it. And it's a far more sort of pageantry thing. And India is the spearheading of this, where cricket in India is like uh, baseball in America. There's cheerleaders and fireworks and uh, musical stings. and and All the the players will go to India to play in this 2020 and they get paid loads of money for it. And then test cricket is dying. Now, you may just go, oh, well, that's market forces, blah, blah, blah. But the way it's been... Uh, the way it's been done is they are, as with all commercial enterprise, they are pulling money out of remote countries where it's not so much a commercial. They're not the big ones that with the huge populations who all oh, love okay. cricket. Um, and they're slowly strangling cricket in those countries in order to just make as much money as possible in India, England and uh, Australia. Um and it's very interesting and very and it's complicated, but you really sort of get to grips with it with this film. And it's it, it is fascinating. I I went into it uh, not giving a shit about cricket. 
I, you know, I played it a bit at school. No one really ever explained how I was supposed to play it. You just sort of put some pads on and then try and whack a ball. Mm. Um, and, you know, and I never really got into it as a kid. But I sort of fell in love with it watching this film because this film is so good at explaining why cricket is great and what was great about it. And then the sort of you see these villain figures who are just sort of slowly pulling the heart and soul out of it to turn it into this homogenized thing like everything else mm. um and it's very interesting it's very interesting and also a really i thought it was a really relevant documentary for general trends in uh the commercialization of all things in the world basically as well how people in power manage to manipulate things to just give themselves more power and and slowly ignore everybody else who actually loves something or cares yeah, about yeah. something. Anyone who's passionate about it can have no say at all, but somebody who owns it gets all the say. That's and it's slowly doing. turning everything that way. It's terrible. I think this is good. FC United have done a brilliant thing on the football club. They've made their own... Well, look, because they, were, they want the Glazers to buy Man United. And there's yes. quite a few teams of... They're sort of crowd-funded crowd football team. Right? Yeah. And my che- I support Norwich City Football Club, and our chairman, Dilly Smith, brilliant. You know, she makes it. She doesn't want. Whereas I think what the Premiership has ruined football. I'm not a huge football fan, but it's just money. It's just the top five teams. Just money. You can't have a breakfast. Yes. And what what uh, the the idea of fair play uh, used to uh, be to foster uh, competitiveness in these other nations who like cricket because then every time you play each other, it's a fairer game, and therefore you know it's it's. Yeah people are going to enjoy it more. Whereas now they're just uh, they're creating two tiers, basically, where these th- three teams will just play each other again and again and these guys will, don't, don't even stand a chance mm. of ever beating them again. Uh, but it's, it's, it's very interesting. It's a, it's a debut documentary from two filmmakers as well, which is I'm always interesting to see. I'm not going to make me out after this. I'm not it? sure. I mean, it's taken them four years and they're, they're just starting the sort of promotion rounds of this movie, so I don't know. I don't know really, but um, it's. Did it go down well? Was it was there? It was documentaries. Always was, is was there some sort of finality to it? Or was there a conclusion? Because it's always quite hard when you're doing a documentary to give that. Sometimes they force that sort yes. of arc. Don't well, they? they followed. They followed a um, a young cricketer's debut for his nation uh, through uh, as sort of the bookend of this documentary. So it felt like we had. Uh, a conclusion of sorts but no the conclusion was one of clarity of just like oh that's where it's going and how it currently is and it puts up on the screen at the end uh, who you can get in touch with and what you can do to try and help to stop this oh, happening great. so it, it's sort of a campaign at the same time well go and watch that then and has it got cinema release I'm not sure be- yet I'm not sure um, I'd have to, l- have to look it up but uh Death of a Gentleman. If you Google that, and I think the website is deathofagentlemanmovie.com, but Google it and you'll see. And all of the information will be up there. But yeah, I'm I'm not that big into sport. I'm certainly not that into cricket, and I still really What's your favourite sport? My favourite sport is golf sport. Yes. Did you know that I'm related to the famed cricketer Harold Larwood? Oh, you heard of him? Did the Body Line series in 19... Changed cricket by... Body Line? It wasn't his name Jardine? No. He threw the ball at the... uh, at the opposition in the 1920s straight went I thought his name was Jardine no was it Larwood Harold Larwood because the reason I remember this is weird is um, 
when The Simpsons first came out, it was only on Sky One, and very few people had Sky. My uh, fancy uncle, who lived in London, had Sky, and I didn't. And he used to record all of The Simpsons episodes on VHS. Oh, Jardine was a captain. There you go. Um, but his two fast bowlers uh, ah, were uh, right. Harold Larwood and Bill Voice. Ah, there you go. But my uncle used to send me these, and they would have weird American adverts for American TV shows in between at the top and tail of these Simpsons episodes and so there was loads of adverts I've seen hundreds of times for shows I've never seen like um, 21 Jump Street and uh, and things like that oh, really? and wow. one of them was this Bodyline uh, drama yes yeah, so he was very famous for that and I'm related to him and I never played cricket except once in the part of my friend and yeah. I was really good I should have been a professional cricket player. How many people did you uh, end the careers of with your body line well, tactics? Well, I was only a tennis ball, but I d- definitely hurt people. I once bowled a ball full toss, which means it doesn't bounce, uh, straight into a kid's box in a prof- in a game in uh, at wow. school once. Dead? Uh, it, it wasn't ruled LBW because it was his testicles, yeah. but he still had to go and sit down anyway. <laughs> well, no kids for him. Um, it was more because I was bad at cricket than I was He deserved it. Did he? You yeah. hate that guy. Yeah. Um, That's about it, isn't it? Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, it's um, uh, a couple of good movies, which always means we have a shorter podcast, because we can't really take the piss out of things. But um, if you would like to get in touch and email us and have your email read out on the podcast, please then do. please do. The address is dearfilmfandango at gmail.com. Um, or you can talk to one another and just put up any post you've seen about movie news or whatever on Facebook facebook.com forward slash film fandango or you can tweet us at film fandango at mr david reed and at marrick larwood um also we do all of this for free so if you would like to contribute towards our running costs then go to filmfandango.co.uk and follow the links from there and everyone who has you need a hero thank you so much it's helped us survive it immeasurably okay that's about it. Enjoy summer. Have a really nice time out there. Yeah, all of you guys. And keep, keep watching, watching the, the films. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping 
and 365-day returns.